Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start, late night Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 7th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, doing awesome. What what a Friday of golf. Who would have expected an MLV surge? Who would have expected? This podcast would have expected. We've been MLV, you know, apologists, fans for a long time here. We've been t- trying to tell the story, sing the song of Mike Lorenzo Vera. And here he is. It doesn't surprise me one one bit. What does surprise me, you see his caddy, who his caddy is? Pepsi. How is he allowed on the grounds? He shouldn't even, I'm surprised they even <laughs> let him in the gates. Damn near assaulted people. He's accosting citizens, accosting Spaniards. Last time he was at this event, Pepsi, little Pepsi boy, is allowed in there? He's going to carry the bag for the PGA Championship winner at Harding Park? It might have uh, endeared Pepsi to MLV is his disdain for Spaniards. How about Mike Lorenzo Vera? He's, what did, what did he finish? Six under, so he's two shots back. There ended up being a glut of uh, guys at six under. For a while there, MLV was pushing Houghton. Um, just couldn't get a putt to drop down the stretch. I thought he was gonna <laughs> thought he was gonna tie the lead is, there. This is the benefit. Oh, we got Tiger. He's still putting on the green as darkness falls. But um benefit of having ESPN in this situation, and it's ten twenty Eastern on a Friday night, and Tavernaldi is just fishing, throwing multiple lines, chum in the waters, has Mike Lorenzo Vera in studio trying to get him to tell a story about partying with women, drugs, tax issues. Like, just th- this is not your everyday golf broadcast, just trying to get Mike Lorenzo Vera. Now, Mike kept it pretty, he kept it probably pretty um, PG for his whatever went on when he went into big debt. But I love that they were trying to get him to tell stories it's, about it. I mean, the the MLV, story time with MLV would be an incredible one, I think. You know, he's he's just such a character, such a colorful character, and loved by by players on the Euro Tour. What's the quote? He's like, I went $400,000 into debt yes. because I made bad decisions and partying. So he, um, he wrote a player blog for the European Tour, and it's on that. So if you search Mike yeah. Lorenzo Vera player, your yep. player blog... Um, I almost finished last on the Challenge Tour in 2013, and I had almost 400 euro of debt in France because of bad decisions, partying, and being very generous to everybody around me. 
I had had one good year in 2008 when I won around 350 euro, but after taxes and expenses, there's not much left. And trust me, I spent it really badly. I never looked at my bank balance, never. And one day the card stopped working and I called the bank shouting at them. Why isn't it working? And they say, well, because you've got no money. Then I was trying to make cuts and try and bring the cash back in, but it was ridiculous. I messed up my taxes as well. Believe me, I've made all the mistakes. Unbelievable story. He didn't go into that detail, but I appreciated Rinaldi trying to fish it out of him. And that's part of why we love Michael Lorenzo Vera. He's got a little color. He's got a little character to him. He's not some white bread, you know, robot. So I love uh, I well. generally love the French players like Victor Dubuisson. Thomas LeVay was great in his time. Yeah. Now he does the broadcasting. <laughs> Dubuisson is mercur- mercurial. I'm not sure he and you know I don't know that he loves loves the spotlight maybe in the way some of the others do. I can, uh, I got some more uh, MLV stuff. We can save it for later in the show. Let's talk about uh other was stuff. There's no sand happened. in that bunker by the way. I don't know that Damon. They were uh, alluding to that. Damon had scolded out of that kind of too. Eighteen. Duvall was asking about it. How um, good? How good is Duvall and SVP? They're good. They're good. I think and sometimes McDonough. Duvall. I don't know that Duvall. Uh, he's good. He's good at what he does. I don't think like he's at his. He's a lot better calling golf than I think doing the studio show or doing like the live front desk show. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like he's really good getting in and out, popping in and out. Like his net, he, where he excels is he was number one player in the world. He's really good at telling you what's hard, what's what's a great shot, and why. And uh, he's really good at that. I think he's much better at this than he is at. And, and that's not to say he's bad at the other one, but he's he's a lot better, I think, at this. So he said, uh, SVP uh, asked him something. Duvall, I can't remember exactly what it was, but then SVP goes. Well, and you you would know because you're the number you were the number one player in the world, and like it was yeah. like a very it was a very good piece of insight towards the end of the telecast. And I thought, but to he doesn't myself, want to talk about it like Faldo. Yeah, like he does. He's very yeah. Re- but resigned. the thing with Faldo is he never gives us anything like that sure. that would infer sure. that he was the best player in the world. Sure, sure. He sure. Does, he actually gives insight. Uh, when my mother was making fruitcakes, we would that's the face I would make too. You know, that's what he says. Um Okay. Houtan Lee is your leader, eight under, sixty seven, shoots sixty five. Then like the story of the day becomes him just loitering around the range, apparently. Uh people are just having a field day with it. He did go home though. He lived he's, he's renting a house close and came back. So that bubble he did, burst. He did know. practice for like three straight hours though, at least. Four? I mean what Day said was great. He was at the putting green. I don't know if he had gone home in between. Do you think he went home uh-huh. in between there? I don't know. He had to if, if that's when he went home. But he was there forever. Why? Why why was Is he this there? Is a bad omen? I don't know. I don't get it. He played he Is played this- great. He played probably one of the best rounds of his career. Well, this is just how maybe he operates. And it's foreign to the day and us of the world, but I don't know. Maybe this is what puts him in a comfort zone. The problem is he's got all day tomorrow, too. Like, what's he going to do all day? If he just was hitting balls at the... At, he was at Harding Park for 15 hours today. So, it's um, late tea time sitting around is just the absolute worst. He plays... 
what a powerful game you know he just went low it, conditions were supposed to be harder in the morning but how, he went low how about you how tong getting into the mix he hasn't been like involved in a golf tournament that i've like really cared about since the president's cup yeah yeah and then yeah. i just that immediately the first thing i thought of was all the shenanigans from the president's cup Ernie telling him to hit, not hit driver. He didn't know the rules, didn't know, like, playing out of order, all sorts of stuff. Just completely fish out of water. The, the, his caddy, the strength coach or whatever? Yeah, his, caddy his didn't trainer come? or something. Physio? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 That was a mess. Uh, he's, no, he's back, he's back obviously, in the mix. He's a young talent. He's done a lot of damage on the Euro Tour in the last four or five years oh i wanted um, to talk about this now that you brought it up doing damage on the euro tour if this was a pga tour event the, the and we did career wins and ran down the career wins list if you know obviously since they ignore pga or anything that doesn't happen on the pga tour the leader would and a major would have zero wins the second play you know fleetwood zero wins day would have wins Burger, Kepka, Rose would have wins. MLV, zero wins. But he has zero wins at the Euro Tour and the <laughs> Tour. He has just zero wins. <laughs> he has a lot of Challenge Tour wins. Uh, uh, and then you'd have, like, Paul Casey, two wins or whatever he's got, three wins. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Brendan Dodd had a big protect the points kind of day. Just steered the ship in, guided it in at even par. Really trying to protect the points, get it to get to the weekend. Uh, to make sure he has those extra, that extra bucket of hundred extra points or whatever it is. What, um, what are your reactions from the day? It's a long day. It was a great day. Great day. The ESP, it got. I expected a little bit more out of the afternoon group. Then it got a little hot at the end with Brooksy's Brooksy's bunker shot on eighteen. Just left me kind of panting. That was so good. It's yeah. so good. And then he makes a putt too on top of it. Um, like I, it slowed down a little bit with that marquee trio. They weren't all that great. They were kind of all over the place. Rory's, you know, charging then booting it away. Uh, but the Brooks bunker shot really was like, all right, well, this guy, he's going to win the tournament. He's going to win the championship. What's going on with his, his body, his hip. He says it's fine. I don't know. He's rolling around on the ground. It, it all Nike it, garb too. It, it, it's so eerily similar to Day rolling around on the ground. Day kind of letting it slip, Freudian sleep that he'd be on the ground <laughs> yeah. while watching Houghton. He's like, I'd be on the ground, but I bet that amused you quite a bit <laughs> in his interview. I was, I was doing something. Uh, the you know, he's got the interview going, and I heard <laughs> that, and I immediately perked up. I was like, what? <laughs> what did he just say? Uh. <clears throat> Brooks is the favorite, right? Still the favorite. He's six. He's in the group at six under. I thought How Tong was. You think so? <laughs> he just played balls for seven and a half hours. Probably, it seems like a bad omen. Got Alexa going off in the background. Uh, I don't. I I would say yeah. I'd say Brooks. I kind of love uh, Daniel Berger. Yeah, I have him in a one and done league. Like I had to, I'm like a poly. I was like down the list. I need to make a charge, so I, I took a burger. Um, but yeah, he, you like him more as the favorite? No, no. But I, I mean, Brooks has to be the favorite. How burger swing is? I, I have no swing coach. I have no eye for this. Like I just, it looks very different. That's all I'll say. It's, it, oh, yeah. it's almost like he's just trying to like. 
you know, it's throw not a, it up there. It's not a, aesthetically uh, pleasing like an Adam Scott swing. It's unbelievable. If you, you always wonder like where the ball, how it's going to get close. But uh, you think I think he and Brooksy are the two. Rose is somehow Anma. Not another. Not another good <laughs> poor week for for Anma. If he's at a major championship and the, their first major, big major chance, and there's Rose is out of his Anma. So surprised he's, to see him. He's not hitting the ball great either. No. It's kind no. of like the US Open. He's hitting it a little bit better than he was there. But but he's he's kind of doing it with chipping and putting, which is not usually his MO. Speaking of putting, MC Zatch. Sixty six seventy six. See ya. How about Marty? Marty Keimer. Oh well that was that was a that was <laughs> 76 he would have taken i think but zach hey you know i was watching the end is mike lorenzo walking off or maybe it was chez might have been timer shot 82 oh yeah yeah 66 82 why does why does the club pro have to do the middle initial and not zach why Why don't they both why don't they both have to do it well, you would think, you know, Zach, be Zach, being from <laughs> Iowa, he'd be a little magnanimous about it and let the club pro have the name. But uh, there he is. I'm watching the caddy bib. The other one's got to be Zach J. Johnson. Why? I don't understand. Just because he won. A but here's Clara the other Jog thing. Green... Oh, that's not very, you know, magnanimous. If Go you ahead. saw Zach J. Johnson, you wouldn't know if that was Zach Johnson or a different Zach Johnson. Like, who? nobody knows Zach Johnson's middle name. Sure. I guess. Like if you I saw just, Zach J. Johnson, I would think it was Zach Johnson any other week. Uh, tough day for Martin Keimer. He had the triple and then just decided to pack it up and get the hell out of Dodge. Bogey, bogey, bogey. But it's your boy, Ju Young Kim, the Husky boy. He missed the cut. Some, some good players missed the cut, but we have a great leaderboard. I'm excited. How far down the leaderboard would you go? I'd go down all the way to the bottom the with Big Bill. It's the bottom of my board. Yeah. <laughs> just he because ba- it's Big he, Bill? Yeah, just because. He battled. He, I really thought I was losing the bet to you he with the with this, the Spieth Big Bill bet. I, you know, he was he was four over at one point. He was three outside the cut line. I was about to stop tracking Big Bill. And, yeah. uh, and then he had a birdie barrage on the back nine. But all realistically, I was I was thinking about it. Some of my some of my buddies were texting me about bets that I liked, and I said I, I liked every I liked everybody from three on, up. Okay, because Tiger says somebody can go really low on this course. He That's, says he's still very much in it. You know, if I drive it and hit it like I just did, uh, you know, he didn't putt well, but he goes he goes. Can I still win? Yes, absolutely. Uh, golf course, you know, there are going to be some big swings on the weekend, is what he said. So last year, Brooks led by seven after two rounds okay. over okay. D- over DJ and Spieth. This year, we've got forty three players within seven shots of the leader. Okay, that's... so I would I would agree that. I mean, that's the thing is somebody could go out and shoot sixty three tomorrow morning, and just mm-hmm. come out of nowhere and be. Two shots off the lead. I think ten under leads it tomorrow. Hey, ten under. Okay. What do you okay. think? Do you think that's uh, a? I think, yeah, there's a 
there's a lot of guys at six. You'd have to imagine like another one of them has a 66 there. Just You're just discounting so that Houtong can't shoot 68? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going like 71 or something like that. Uh, I, we got to give a nod to Spieth, too. You're talking about Reevy battling. Spieth, you know, everybody's getting their shots off last night because he's on the range late. He shot a 68. He got on the right side of the cut line. He gets in. I, I tweeted this, but watching Brooksy, like, just, you know, sweep that ball out of the bunker on 18 like to the top ridge, have it, like, kind of take a look at the hole and then make the putt. And then you have DJ and Spieth, like, moments later, going the bunker on the right side. And just short side themselves in the rough, like not hopelessly, like nowhere near the green. It was very sort of a, a, a snapshot of how these majors have gone. All elite talents at one point or another. But Brooks, this is where he shows up. He gets it done. It is, I, I know that's extrapolating probably too much, but it was a very stark contrast, just, you know, back to back groups. There just seem to be putts and in, in moments where you're like, you know what? Like yesterday's round when he had, he had like a 10 footer on one for bogey. Yeah. And you're like, ah, this could be really bad if he makes double here. He makes it. And then today, even like on hole nine, he had like a 15 foot putt for par. He makes it. Then he goes to 10. He hits it to 20 feet for eagle. He makes another birdie. And you're, you're just, oh, he's rolling. He, Mm -hmm. he never loses seemingly loses momentum he always is picking it up yeah dovetailing off that rory um it's just like he starts throwing darts you know the drives hit find a couple fairways he makes three in a row and then he just boots one up around the green you know ping pong he put himself in a bad position to start then he has to you know the club the rough grabs the club on his approach and he makes a triple, and that's it. Like he's not—he's just not gonna. You're not gonna win majors with triples. Never, card, anywhere, Ever. at any time, at any round. So, and it, it felt like he was sort of making a charge. He could have been in that like three, four under group, and then he just tumbles. So, um, what other comments you got? Yeah, it, you, are you Rory worried about Brooks's health? By the way, I—I I don't think so. I it's it's a little concerning. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's. I think he'll be fine. I I really like Jason Day out okay. here, as okay. long as he can hit enough fairways. That if Jason Day hits enough fairways, he's got such a good chance. His short game and putting is just so good, and yep. and it's such a good major championship. I I was looking up uh, Jason Day numbers, and he's at that ten year mark right now of when he right. kind of started. And it's pretty unbelievable his major record. He's he's got four runner ups. He's one one. He he's finished in the top top twenty five uh, top ten of majors forty percent of the time. Bucket yeah. at Augusta, you know, yeah. bunch at Augusta. Uh, PGA seems like a place he always does well. He could have won at Baltusrol. Could have knocked off backstopper there. He was like really the only thing that only person that made that interesting. So. Uh, but I think people, he's just kind of been forgotten about. And he's not, you know, he doesn't get the publicity that it, it's more fun to talk about Speed. It's more fun to talk about JT, Ricky, all these other players, I guess. I, I don't know, DJ even. Day just sort of gets lost, lost in the shuffle. There, him and DJ's uh, 
major numbers are almost identical, which you'd never That's believe. Interesting. That's interesting. The, J- huh. Days are just a little bit better, actually. He's got more top fives, more top tens. Do you like watching him play? Do you like his no. style, like the aesthetic and all that? <laughs> right. It's slow. Um, he he kind of he hits. I mean, he hits lots of great shots, but he doesn't. Ne- it's not necessarily. It's not beautiful like when Rory's going. Yeah, you know, it, it's yeah. he'll hit it into the rough here. Chip, it, it's it's almost like a mixture. He's like he's like Spieth and and. DJ to get com- combined, but like a lesser DJ and probably around the same par of speed around the greens, you know? Yep. Yep. I love the. There's such an odd mix. It's an odd mix of leaderboard. You got Cam, Cameron, don't call me oh. Cam Champ. How about this that? Is, is this the kind of place he could win? Is this a. <laughs> He has to try. He's he's picked up already four and a half shots off the tee. Shot sixty four. That's a good number today. Real good number. Uh, he drives. He's driving at three fifty and straight. And if he, as long as he's not just dysfunctional in any other aspect, it's going to be a good week. He's hitting wedge into every green. Uh. Tony Finau's kind of mixed it in the mix there. He was, you know, sort of a feature in the late afternoon. His putting is so bad. Did you see that putt on 11? Horrendous. About halfway there. Do you want to talk about the worst putt of the day? Yes. Who was it? Ricky. Oh, yeah. I've got it in the notes. Yeah. He misses the cut off of that, End right? of the streak. End of his made cut streak. Do you think he did it in purpose, on purpose? No. He's, he's just done no. with this? He's done with like finishing do, T25 at majors? Do you think he's sticking around at, at the house that he rented for the weekend and, uh, with his buddies and will be hanging around the 18th green on Sunday? Just going to go like do some activations at the Golden Gate Bridge, get some, pay some bills doing that kind of stuff? Uh, I saw someone tweet like, he just cost himself $20,000 with that stub. I was like, $20,000? That's like the wine at dinner. What, what is he talking about? Rocket Mortgage, just didn't they just go public? Like, he's, yeah. he's raking it in. Like, uh, to, oh, he just cost himself twenty grand. He doesn't even, you know, he wipes his ass with twenty grand. So, uh, what do you make of that? I, I it just was preposterous. It's so funny to see like the shot tracker he hit a putt from six inches, one inch to five inches. <laughs> so he seemed perturbed by the first putt, right? He goes and he's like tapping down a mark. And well, I don't understand of... this tapping down marks. It's legal <laughs> to tap down marks. So he was futzing around. He seemed discombobulated, out of sorts off of that one. And he like trips over himself and then he stubs the putter and that's it i mean you can't and he's ricky because he's so he's always on ricky tour live everybody's gonna see it everybody's pouncing on it and not not saying he wouldn't be a man of integrity and admitted and joe was scavron was looking right at him but like that's it that's the difference can we talk about the integrity thing with with roy the overreaction about him like Look, Roy seems like a man of great character. But the way we have an aggregation, there was an aggregate, there was a class aggregation. 
There's an aggregation of class comments about how he was so classy. It's like Pope Francis is going to canonize Rory for saying, I don't think it was down that far, or I don't think it was fluffed up that high. Now, I get it in the contrast to what we've seen recently from Bryson trying to get, you know, create dangerous situations out of nothing to get a better lie and, you know, talking about the out of bounds line. Uh, I get it. I get it that it looked, it was a significant departure from recent weeks. But just the. Uh, rush to shower him with uh such a class move amazing move it's ridiculous you know he got what? a good lie out of it and he flopped it on the green golf's golf favorite uh favorite thing to celebrate is gentlemen and i know yeah it's, it's at the professional level it's overdone I don't think that's always a bad thing, by the way, but I think we've kind of made it a cliche and it has no meaning anymore. We lean on that for no reason, but it was ridiculous the the way that I, I, one article was just about people who tweeted about how classy it was. It's ridiculous. Uh, What else you got? What else do I got? We're, you know, we could talk about what's the worst case scenario here tomorrow. Worst leaderboard. Is that what you're getting at? But the Cam Tringali DQ'd. I was texting with somebody on site who had a, had uh, insight into what happened, and he was playing with the assassin, and they just found the assassin got him, threw him in Lake Merced, <laughs> signed the wrong scorecard. So the assassin nickname is out there. No, um, what's the worst case scenario? Yeah, who it, 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 tomorrow one player just separates and is four shots ahead. Camp champ airmailing it and just separate himself crushing you know uh beating the beating the course into submission with another he shot 64 today man is that out there again for him i, I mean he it, it's so simple when you hit it 350 and straight if he's just hitting it th- if he's hitting it 350 and straight all weekend it's hard for him not to win you know well, what's the worst case scenario for everybody else, but the best case scenario for us? Would it be Todd Lanto? <laughs> I think it's ML- MLV. Yeah. <laughs> MLV, MLV Todd. Todd. Todd would be, that would be amazing. Do you think Todd sticks around? What do you mean? L- lingers on the first page of the leaderboard? Yeah. yeah, I do. I think he had his protect the points, get, a, get over the cut line, which he did. And, uh, yeah, why, why wouldn't he not stick around? Because he's slapping it? You know who would be a good one? Burnt Cheeseburger making a run tomorrow would be, would be nice. He's T11. Play, would he's be got tasty. the reps. He's played in the final round, uh, final group, Sunday pairing at a, at a PGA, PGA before. Valhalla. Yeah, yeah exactly. Played, he was just, in, played in darkness. It was kind of the marker. He was like a plain marker that, that day. <laughs> Didn't he make like a triple on the first hole or something? Something like that. Everybody was with Ricky, Phil, and Roy. Uh, I, I mean, the thing case? is like, just crazy is how open it is, how anybody has a chance, really. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just such a difference from the years before. So anybody you're disappointed in today? Uh... I mean, what's going on with JT? He just wins Memphis. I, I love that stainer he hit on, was it 16, the drivable, par four? That was really cool. I think sometimes JT gets 
sort of typecast as like the American bomber golfer. You know, he, he hits it high on soft courses. But that was a pretty creative shot there. Tiger wasn't going at it. Tiger laid up out to the left. It was a really cool shot. But otherwise, I think it's it's been disappointing. He seems to not have like distance control going at all. Like he seems short, seems long. And we just watched him win Memphis, and now he's struggling. Rory, Rory just is... I don't want to pound on him too much. He's he's the Prince of Vedra at this point. He should be in this. He should be in this championship. Who's most disappointed for you? John Rahm. Did you see the camera well, he's stuff? Play with... What? Oh, he... uh, you didn't see that. He freaked what out on a cameraman. Oh, no. So he... Uh, I saw. He... I heard he broke a microphone or something like that. That was yesterday, I think. Okay, but then today there's a cameraman. Obviously, there's nobody out there, so yeah. it, it, cameramen are in a tough position because every move they make, yep. people notice. Yep. So yep. one cameraman was just moved a little bit, and he hit a bad chip. Then he missed the putt, and he went up after the putt, and the cameraman, uh, the TV camera, was standing there, and he got like right up. He he just stuck his his big trunk oh, right in no. the cameraman's <laughs> camera view and, and blocked the camera it was so reminiscent of uh of bryson's caddy tim tucker what really? he did yeah uh that's a shame obviously a shame. if it was bryson who did that the everybody on the internet would have gone nuts but it was it was it was it was a bad look and he played pretty stake i like to see more from him, but I think he's I blame, a guy. I blame a playing per- with Sergio on that. Sergio Osmosis from Sergio. It looks I, like he, I blame Sergio. Looks like he might play with uh, Webb tomorrow, so that might be a better pairing. You know, Webb uh, is always with problem children. You know, and uh, this could he knows how to do that. Foster a great round for for John Rom there. He, he, he's a guy that that's a perfect example of a guy. He could shoot sixty four tomorrow. Sixty three, sixty four, yeah. and yeah. he's right back in it. Shane Lowry snapping clubs over his leg. That amused me. He's playing with Danny Lee. That's a marquee T10. How about this one? 12.30 local, so 3.30. Adam Scott, Colin Morikawa. That's a good tea time. It's a great tea time. That's a good group. I hope they I hope they show us that. So, What other? Uh, they got JT and Spieth, right? They were... Besties. Yes. The besties are yes. together. That's at 11.40 Eastern. So they're like the third or fourth group off. Who's the player marker? Well, who's playing with Mackenzie Hughes? Oh, I thought it was going to be with Chess. <laughs> no, Chess is with Charles. The Chess. The Did you Ch- see Charles', Charles. Uh, reaction on eighteen? Yeah, he was fired up. He just got just got over the cut line. He's he must have gone up in a tree because someone sent us a picture of him with binoculars and his safari and his straw hat. They're like Charles, hot Charles on safari because he's looking up in trees with his binoculars. Uh, any anybody else? Any other tea times jump off the page to you? Well, you got Bryson Reed. No, really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, the gentleman, the gentle, distinguished gentleman duo. Holy cow! Well, they better show that one. What'd you make of Bryson today? Lots of lip same house. Old, same old. Lots of lip house early. Yeah. MLV's playing with Cam Champ. I hope he doesn't, you know, get kind of spooked by the long drives. Get out MLV, of the MLV pumps it. I know, but I mean, you're playing with Cameron Champ. He just starts. 
Washington. I, that, that's not going to be something that flutters him. <laughs> Cameron Champ might get flutters. disturbed by the fact that he he's going to look at MLV and realize that he's he hasn't lived a, a tenth of the life that a MLV full, has lived. A full life. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the broadcast? ESPN. Any other comments? Uh, Say what we said yesterday still stands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. It was. It was great. I. I really wish. I, one of the things that I liked the most was how we actually got an announcer that understood what people wanted to hear and how Rinaldi was talking to Jason Day about how Tong Lee, like about yeah. him practicing. That was one of the most interesting post-round interviews I've gotten in a while because they just, and, and Jason Day, to his credit, was like, I don't know what he's doing out there. And he opened up and it was like, wow, I like Jason Day more because of that. And I liked the interview because it was it wasn't just hey Jason you're you're second place in a major what are you doing well you know yeah. oh I'm playing yeah. great golf <laughs> like yeah what's your mindset yeah you you you've really outperformed your usual performance on tour why you know it was hey how Tong Lee's on the range how crazy is that you know and Jason <clears throat> Day's you know, I'm gonna go you know say something to him. <laughs> McDonough it was awesome this morning with Bryson. He had the Bryson window. He goes, oh, when they broke the shaft, I thought he was going to ask for a second opinion. You know, <laughs> And then McDonough is just amusing himself by talking about, like, I wonder what they told him he couldn't have it. What would happen? How would that? That would have been fun to see. Like, can you imagine hearing that on a PGA Tour broadcast where they're mocking you know, uh, Bryson's approach with the rules officials recently? And that's what, like, this whole, these last two days have really sort of dawned on me is like getting some professional there's a there's a big swath of there's an open field there between maybe having just been in it too long or getting in sort of a a comfort zone where you're not relatable to use your term last night and like bringing on country singer you know Travis Upchurch, who's got three million followers and influencer, you know, whatever, Vanessa Sky, or, you know, to do some mega cast thing, right? Like bringing in new voices that are professionals that also kind of, you know, maybe Sean McDonough probably doesn't know as much golf as the guys who are doing the tour week to week. He, I'm sure he doesn't, but like they seem to be having fun, which made it so much more fun for me. It didn't seem rote. It didn't seem like a chore. It didn't seem like work. It seemed like a conversation that all of us have too. Like we mock Bryson as well. Everybody's joking at Bryson. Everybody's kind of put off by the way he's treated these rules officials. Just talk about it that way. You don't need to talk up. You don't need to tap dance around it. And so like we, we get in this, this, um, this dichotomy of like everybody's got to be the CBS crew that does it and I'm not this is not a shot at them at all but like people who are in it week to week or you need to be some live under par like millennial a country singer or somebody that's got a bazillion followers that is going to bring an audience that opens the stream for 17 seconds and closes and then you count as a viewer there's a nice middle ground there and I think we're getting it this week yeah that exactly it's it's so the broadcast is so much more it's we're out of like Pleasantville. I feel like week to week is yeah. like Pleasantville. There's oh, it's the PGA tour, everything's perfect here. And yeah. it we we just are having a real conversation about the tournament. 
this week yeah, with the with the telecast. Great, yeah. yeah, that's great. And, but it also just feels more fun too. Like it feels, yes. it makes me like it makes me want to pay attention more. Like I'm trying to hear what this being said because I'm amused by it. I'm entertained by it. And uh, it just makes it feel more fun. And I, I, I got to think the PGA is very happy with how this has gone, I, I would think. So mm-hmm. any other thoughts before I, we wrap it up? Friday it's, uh, I, got, I got some. I got, do you want some more MLV stuff? Sure. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, is Ricky's putt the worst shot you've seen in this year? I mean, I don't know if it's the worst shot. It, it seems like he lost that? his balance or something. Have you ever done that? No, like I've little... like accidentally hit the ball. Like where like I've gone to like step up to the putt and hit it. You yeah. know, like putting yeah. a club yeah. down. But I But I, not I, actually gone back and like just flubbed it coming through. No, I can't think I, I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. Was, I don't I bet he hasn't done that. That's Pretty such good. a shitty way to miss a cut. <laughs> Which makes me wonder if he took a dive. He wanted I don't out. I think he took a dive. It's just, just a terrible way to miss a cut. All right, what's your MLV facts? Your added MLV facts. All right, so obviously I, I tweeted out the video of him, him talking about he was being interviewed by Sky Sports after oh, a yeah. round. Drops an F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, he drops an F-bomb. Uh, I'm French. I can say what I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, well, you can't use that language. He goes, I'm French. I'm still learning. <laughs> um, he struggled getting up to the tour, to European tour. He bounced back and forth. He went to the Q school like five or six times, won a bunch mm-hmm. of times on the challenge tour. Uh, since like 2014, he's pretty much been a regular up there. Um, yep. He hasn't won, and it's like, he got super emotional after his last runner up at the Sicilian open. He like broke down in tears in a post round yeah. interview yeah. Um, about, you know, it, it has the, you know, and the, the question was kind of like, everybody's out here pulling for you and you just it basically you can't seem to get it done. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, he was leaning to Dubai. Yeah. And, uh, Here's what he said the next day. Last night, I was trying to get that amount of money out of my head, but it did not want to, so I accepted it and then went on the internet to see what car I'd buy if I won. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it would be a Ferrari F12 TDF. Oh, no. Which is a 500,000 euro car. So... He also said in that interview, I've played with with McElroy a few times in competition and I struggled with him in the beginning because I was trying to overplay. That was the game plan today. Don't look at him. He's going to hit bombs. He's going to hit incredible iron shots, sky high and stuff, and that's not my game. I love that he's looking up the car in the middle of the night before the final round. Yeah. I love that he's also disclosing it open. And then he was also very outspoken about um, the Ryder Cup in France, if you remember that. What do you have to say about that? If, Do you think he got a spot? Here's he deserved what, a spot? Here's what he said. If you say to people in France that you play golf, they will say, no, oh, but yeah. really, what's your real job? Golf's not a good that. thing here. 
People don't, don't care about the Ryder Cup. Honestly, nobody knows there's going to be a Ryder Cup in France. Only the golfers know. That's it. There won't be many French here. There, there will be many more from England or Spain. Golf is a very private thing for people in France. Private courses for rich families and rich people, and that's it. I remember that the Euro Tour loved hearing that as like the lead up to the Ryder Cup. No one cares. (laughs) So um, here's one last thing. So in 2013, he's sitting on a couch at home. This is so similar to. uh, Is this Flashback Friday? Yeah, I guess this is Flashback Friday. Did you do a Flashback Friday? No, uh, no, no. I started. I got. I started. I I was pulling. I was doing all my. I was pulling all my MLV stuff because I knew that. Gotcha. Once gotcha. the story became MLV. Gotcha. Sure. So in 2013, so this is like John Peterson, but like a real version of the John Peterson story, right? Oh, no. Yeah. I was sitting on a couch at home. And he, he was really struggling at this point. This is when he had racked up all the debt. Yep. I was sitting on the couch at home and golf was on the TV. I was watching David Horsey in a Euro Tour event and he was going well. Now, this has nothing to do with Dave, but I remember saying out loud, how can this guy be doing so well? I was beating him and so many others before. Then my girlfriend looked at me and said, because he's better than you. I said, no, he's not. And she's like, where are you now? You're on a sofa. Nowhere, nowhere on the challenge tour. And he's playing well on the European. So he's better than you. That's it. This was from a girl that doesn't know anything about golf. And I was like, she's right. So where do you go from there? That was it. I was on the ground, the bottom of the sea. And that was the moment that I decided to push myself to the surface. So I called my brother, Frank, who's a golf coach, and asked him to help me to carry for me at tour school. So he wasn't even in the Q school final. He was an alternate. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then yeah, some, he was like a guy in the dropped. Last, last guy in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then and yep. then he qualified. How about that? How so. About that? Now he's back. There's yeah. a guy to root for. San Francisco this weekend. Yeah. Mike here's Lorenzo another Vera. good quote. People want me to win more than I do. Every time I lose a tournament, I get stronger after that. So, so you know what? I'll keep losing. <laughs> what? guy is a loose cannon <laughs> i mean he's he's so i i love french golfers because they're so honest yeah yep. he talks in this this uh, i'll tweet out this player blog but he talks about how he's mentally weak i mean oh it's God. just dl3 it's amazing mlv so right, guy to watch go. what's how taunt shoot tomorrow for you oh is he the leader 54 old leader no Okay. I saw today he's the first round, first leader ever after any major championship round from China. So what's he shoot? 73. Oh, my God. Okay. What do you All think? Right. Yeah, I said 71. 71. Something like that. Yeah. All, All right. right. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, buy some coffee, enjoy, right? Enjoy, yeah, buy some Bixby <laughs> coffee. Shotgun Star Blend. We still got to do our draw for the subscribers. So get on that subscriber list. Uh, and uh, we'll be back. Enjoy your Saturday mornings. Enjoy your Friday nights if it's still late and you're on the West Coast. And uh, we'll be back again Saturday night.